Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What's better than this? It's guys being dudes here on the Draft Dudes Podcast. I'm Kyle Krabs, joined by not Joe Marino. Get him out of here. He's going to Montana, the the wilderness. He's going to go live in a cabin for a few days. My point is, he's not our problem. So it's me and Chris Schubert here on Draft Dudes today, tomorrow, Monday, and we'll see if Joe makes it back from his wilderness adventures uh, at the beginning of next week. But here on the show today, Kyle Krabs, Chris Schubert, we are looking at the biggest hole on the roster for all AFC and NFC West franchises as inspired by the ESPN content that came out earlier this week. So, Chris, happy Thursday to you. How are things? Uh, things are great. Uh, happy to be here. Happy that we don't have to hear about it being national uh, put pecans in your pie day or national eat brownies upside down day. I'm happy that that is not the case. But there is something I have to do since Joe is not here. I have to tell everybody about our lovely friends, friends over at Bet Online that provide yeah. you know the support for the show and that they continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. And listen, if you're like me, I'm betting on the MLB right now. Mets, Mets are in full swing. You got the latest odds, news, and sports developments for the NBA playoffs. We're in the conference finals, Major League Baseball, fights. I think we're getting a Jimbo Fisher, uh, Nick Saban celebrity boxing match here coming up pretty match. soon. Put and NFL futures. Bet Online, your continued source for all your sports wagering needs including live betting and the fan-favorite Vegas casino and poker games. You guys know the drill. It's really easy to get started. If you head over to the website or even use your mobile device to sign up and you use our promo code, which is BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, you will receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Starts. Chris, by the way, happy National Devil's Food Cake Day. Today. So I looked up yesterday what today was on the on the website that gives you all that stuff. And There's almost that, nothing. That's the only one you could have gone with. So Joe was going to be put into a corner today if he was even on the show. So I was not going to do May Ray Day, whatever that is. I mean, they, I we're just looking for alliteration and excuses to sell cards at this point. I refuse to. We're not doing it. Hey, let me ask you a question. Who's having a tougher week this week thus far uh, as far as goats of scouting go? Nick Saban or Bill Belichick? Who is having a worse week Oh, I want to say Belichick just because it's funny, but Saban's not having a very good 24 hours with what he said last night. And Jim, Jimbo, you haven't seen it yet because I talked to you before the show. I saw like a quote of part of it. I think what we should do for our daily staff meeting today is you should share your screen and just play the nine minutes of Jimbo. And then that's it. That's our staff meeting for the day. We're good. So he, he goes that hard. Oh, he, he if, if, there, there, if there's a body language expert amongst the draft dudes community i need a breakdown of this because he finishes answering a question next dude starts to ask a question he's he he goes back he's got like a a zinger a one-liner that he tries to fit in there like he's he's hot he is heated today he set himself by the way just i want to make it very clear he set himself up for failure because he was like unequivocally like we didn't do anything wrong nothing happened no violations nothing like that if anything comes out about texas a&m boy does he look bad yeah, that, that strong language works unless you did do something a little shady, right? In which, in which case, it, 
it might not uh, you'll end up on old takes exposed fred will fred will put you up a million percent right for sure um okay so let's get into the afc and nfc west uh, this was content that came out over at espn you have seen it i have not uh, so i am flying totally blind on what i feel the biggest remaining hole is on each of the rosters from each of these teams and our objective is to identify them and shout out any potential solution that's, that may still exist if they are super parent to us. Yes? That is what we are doing, and we are going out west today on the show. The AFC and NFC West. So let's, let, let's do the Chiefs first. We will okay. finish in order of finish based off of last season, so I'm totally going to screw that up with this division. It's quarterback, um, right? Quarterback, the biggest hole here on the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, sure. Uh, I think it's probably it's probably right tackle, right? I mean, you got Orlando Brown Jr., Joe Dooney, Creed Humphrey, Trey Smith is your one through four, and then Andrew Wiley and Lucas Nang and potentially Darian Kennard, or if you want to have like Jerron Christian or Prince Tegawanaho compete for that spot. It's just that... That spot on the depth chart really jumps out at me. And I know we're all going to point to wide receiver and talk about, oh, they don't have Tyreek Hill anymore. But, like, they're going to be more platooned and more balanced at the very least. And Juju and Valdez Scantling and Sky Moore, plus Josh Gordon now in the mix, too. Like, they're going to be okay. So I look at right tackle, and it's the spot that jumps out the most. Well, and and I I was thinking about this, right? And wide receiver was a consideration for me. But then I, I, I thought back to what Joe was talking about yesterday when we were talking about a lot of these teams. That's probably the biggest question mark on this team. When you look, like they've, they, they traded to Harry Kill, but they put emphasis on this room in terms of trying to, to fix it. Marquez Valdez-Scantling, they bring in Juju, they draft Sky Moore, they still have Josh Gordon, Michael Hardman. Like, there are guys, and it's not like I could sit up here and be like, oh, they should sign X player, right? Like, they they have a, a well-put-together room. It's just a question of, does it work in the post-Tyreek Hill era there in Kansas City, right? What are they able to get out of that position? So, yeah, I'm with you. Um, you know, it's probably the right side of the line. Again, especially when you juxtapose it with what they have on the left side of the line, right? The left side of the line, their center, you feel really good about what they have there, and then you go to the right side, and you're like, yeah, that could probably be, that's probably the sore spot of this offensive line. So I'm in agreement with yeah. you there that that's, that's probably the spot that I would pick. Okay, so let's go to the Raiders. Uh, they were the team, the other team from the AFC West that made the playoffs last year. Um and I'll go the entire interior offensive line here. Jumps out to me immediately looking at the depth chart with Illuminor, Simpson, Denzel Good. You d- drafted two guys this year and Dylan Parham, who I loved and thought was a steal, but he's only going to fill one of those spots for you. Thayer Munford. And then at center, it's it's Andre James and Hronis Grisou. I, I think versus what that looked like three years ago with Incognito and um, – Help me out. The one went to Arizona. Rodney Hudson, thank you. And then um, Gabe Jackson, who obviously fell off a little bit because he got older. Um, That three versus this three still really jumps to me as a group that's not to the standard that it was just a couple years ago. And that serves as, as a bit of a warning sign. I guess everything, you could even roll right tackle in here with Alex Leatherwood's performance last year. I just think up front on offense is, is a big question. 
I will tell you, our lads doesn't have Alex Leatherwood listed as the uh, the starting right tackle for this team uh, uh, for this I upcoming take, season. I, I choose to take it with a grain of salt. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, what do you make of the um, uh, up the middle at linebacker? And I'm not talking Max Crosby and Chandler Jones because they're used more as pass rushers. I don't necessarily love this group. I know Pen- Perryman had a good year last year. Perryman's been solid. I don't think he's super sexy. I don't think he's dynamic. But I think that's why it's important that they got guys like Kenny Young and uh, they drafted a guy like Divine Diablo and, and Jayon Brown. Like, I think there's there's enough early down and late down guys there where, like, where they can I'm piece okay it together. with it. Yeah, I think you, you're just probably going to be a little bit more telegraphing your, your personnel calls and stuff based on who's on the field at what time. Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, that would probably be the... We, we didn't talk about defense for the Chiefs, so I, I thought I'd bring a defensive position up for the Raiders that stood out to me. Because you got Chandler Jones and Max Crosby. Those those those, those pass-rushing linebackers, so they're going to do pretty well for you. You know who doesn't have pass-rush problems? Uh, the Chargers. The, the Chargers. Okay, I didn't know where you were going with this, but yes. Yes, the Chargers. <laughs> Not going to be the answer here, no. Yeah. They got Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa rushing the passer here. Uh, in LA and holy holy cow Um, listen I I think the entire defensive side of the ball maybe linebacker if you're going to point to Kenneth Murray not developing the way that you would have hoped that he would based on them trading up for him drafting him in the first round and Drew Tranquil I love Drew Tranquil as a football player uh, but durability has always kind of been a thing for him going back to Notre Dame Uh, they brought in Nick uh, Neiman and and Troy Reeder this offseason so you got some guys there that are new blood in the system. That's probably the group that I would look at. But you look at the front f- five, six, wh- however many they're going to put on the line of scrimmage, depending on the packages that they're in. And then the back secondary, especially with like if Adderley can ever stay healthy and I, I, he had plenty of potential coming out of Delaware, but then you drafted JT Woods in the third round this year. And like Alohi Gilman's a solid sub package type guy too. To go with, oh, by the way, Derwin James. And you signed J.C. Jackson, who's one of the best corners in football. So oh, and Asante really, Samuel Jr. played pretty well last year for you, too. By the way, yeah. Uh, so they <laughs> they look really good on defense. They look and, really good on defense. And, and this is not the point of this exercise, but I think it's important to note. I, I sat here and I looked at, at positions, and I'm like, yeah, I don't necessarily love that guy. And then I looked at right behind him in the depth chart. Oh, they drafted a young player that could probably fill in very quickly. Yeah. Like, oh, if the Seattle can't ma- make it on the field, oh, okay, JT Woods can go out there and he could probably play, right? And oh, Austin Eckler goes down, he gets hurt. Oh, they drafted Isaiah Spiller, you know, with the day two how pick. About, how about tight end for them? I mean, they That's certainly. That's for me that like <laughs> Gerald Everett. Okay, Trey McKitty, you drafted in the third round. He was a super toolsy guy, but. Struggle with staying healthy between his time at what was it, Georgia and Florida State were the two schools that he played out. I I would probably have more concerns with the tight end room than the linebacker room if you could guarantee me that the linebackers are gonna stay healthy. Oh the, Jared Cook was there last year, right? He was part of that offense, or was it two years ago that he was there? Uh, yes. Yeah, so yeah, I think that's probably a step down. Um, in terms of production, but you know, Gerald Everett's been making making stops around the the West Coast at different places, and and has found some success. And I'm sure they'll find a way to use him. But yeah, if you if you were, I I think certainly that's the only place on the offense you could pick as a whole, right? Like I don't, you know, I, I look at everything else, and I'm, you know, they got well, they got. I guess whatever whatever that spot is that Matt Filer vacates, I guess like if Filer moves to right tackle, then like 
who's playing your other guard spot, it's a reasonable question, but you got really good players around that player on the line between like Corey Lindsley and Rayshon Slater. If that's going to sandwich you at left guard with whoever that is, if it's Jamari Salyer, you're great. I think you're going to be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, The Denver Broncos are the last team in the, in the AFC uh, West. Let me pull up their depth chart here. You want to lead one off? Yeah. Let let me, let me just, uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll walk you through the thought process as I pull up the, the our lads depth chart here to have it open and and are you are you subscribing to the one tab rule today for to be able to get through the show i just want to make sure we're, we're doing okay here halfway through i have the show. two because okay. i tried to open a safari tab <laughs> true. and the whole production got shut down so you can be <laughs> thank i will give you I, I i will give you credit you you came in early today and you're like listen let's let's use another uh, pro, uh, software today another uh, op- browser to be able to make this work you open safari the entire thing crashed like everything on your end just completely just spiraled out of control um I'm, i i am i gonna go defense am i going to go defense is the question that i'm going I to might. ask myself here i think i am and i think i'm going to go linebacker question mark that's nah, nah, nah. Where are you going? I'm going with those two odd front defensive ends. Draymond Jones, Deshaun Yeah, Williams, okay. Elvin yeah. Aguim, Jonathan Harris, Matt Henningsen, who I like, but as a and Ioma Uwuzuriki, two rookies. You traded Shelby Harris as part of the the Russell Wilson deal, and I, I don't know that you did anything to fill the void like I like DJ Jones a lot but we're perceiving DJ Jones as an A-gap defender those two guys mm-hmm. who are five techs or four eyes when you're playing out front defense that's the spot for me that like you just better make sure those guys anchor really well or, or get super heavy and if you do you, you might sacrifice some of your pass rush um, and, and I don't know that those guys would win their one-on-ones if they got one-on-ones and obviously they would get a lot of one-on-ones with Bradley Chubb and, and Randy Gregory rushing the passer Man, this secondary is really good. Just seeing it on paper, yeah. just like looking at it, they're going to cause some problems in the in the West. They're going to yeah, have to. Kareem Jackson, if Kareem Jackson avoids like the older defensive back drop off, they're they're cooking with gas. Well, they're going to need to, right? You're going to play Patrick Mahomes twice a year. You're going to play Justin Herbert twice a year. You're going to play Derek Carr twice a year. Like you, you, you got to somehow uh, figure it out. Uh, if we move to the NFC West, that division was won by the Los Angeles Rams, correct? It came down to the last week yes, of the season. Was. They won. The yes, Cardinals went to the wildcard game. Okay, I just wanted to make sure uh, we were on the same page here. Uh, they added Allen Robinson and free agency at wide receiver, so I'm not going to pick that as a group. They added Bobby Wagner. They added Bobby Wagner. They, Aaron <laughs> Donald's pretty Cole. good. Um, Jalen Ramsey. Uh, the interior That's of the offensive awesome. line? Question mark. That's yeah. probably where I would yeah. go here. It's probably your biggest question mark. Joe Noplum, they love. They gave him the big contract extension this offseason. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's their left tackle spot. Uh, Rob Havenstein's been there been there for a really long time. I think it's the interior of the offensive line that you'd, that you'd question here. Yeah, I know Brian Allen's not a big anchor guy, but he, he's effective. Um, I look at that Logan Bruss, Bobby Evans, Rob Havenstein combo on the right side, and that's probably... If that, there's some upgrade opportunities to be had there, I know they drafted Bruss at the end of the third round, and there might be some expectation that he's going to compete for a role. But I would agree with you that, that specifically that right guard spot uh, is one that that really pops to me. And they they lost um, 
Whitworth in free agency and Nopum had some or to, to retirement really. And, and then Joe Nopum was kind of a util guy. They lost a little bit of flexibility with, with him now being the long-term left tackle. Did you know most people are paying too much on their auto loan? Dave used auto approved to refinance his car, replacing his overpriced loan with a cheaper loan and lowering his monthly payment. Now, since he saved with auto approved, he's sitting behind the third base dugout instead of the bleachers. Auto approved connects vehicle owners with their best available rates to refinance their existing car loans with no markups ever and handles the paperwork. Yes, even the DMV, making it simple to save thousands and pay less each month. How? By instantly accessing the nation's top lenders to uncover great savings. When you refinance with auto approve, you get your best rate and more with an advocate that works for you to make sure you get the best deal that's right for you. In fact, in 2021, AutoApprove was able to save their customers on average over $150 a month. That means more money for better seats, better snacks, or that new jersey you deserve. Not only will they save you on your monthly auto payment, but for all of our listeners that refinance through AutoApprove, they'll send you $100 cash to your mailbox. So what are you waiting for? Auto loan rates are historically low. Take your tailgate to the next level when you refinance with auto approve. Put more money in your pocket for what matters most. To find out how much you could save and to claim your $100 cashback offer, visit autoapprove.com slash believe. That's autoapprove.com slash B-L-E-A-V. Uh, the Arizona Cardinals, and I'm going to try to do this in a way that does not sound like me bashing the Cardinals like I do every other chance that I get here. Um, I think you could pick multiple spots for sure. I think the right side of the offensive line is certainly one that you would consider. I, I, this team needs to find some pass rush with Chandler Jones gone, and I don't know if you can expect it to be Marcus Golden. I know they drafted Cam Thomas, but I don't know what he's going to be for them in year one. And Why Larson, did, Sanders and Jesse Lucetta. Yeah, well, you drafted all those guys, but I don't know what role you're going to have them all play. And sorry if I don't trust the Arizona Cardinals to find roles for positionless people that they put at linebacker, right? Like, like apologies if maybe that's a that's a sore spot for me. Um, I don't love I don't love the interior of their linebacker group either. Like right now, it's Zayvon Collins and Isaiah Simmons, but like that that has that leaves a lot to be desired. But so so the right side of the offensive line, two first round picks, you can't name it. Even if you don't like it, you can't name it. Two the biggest hole. I, I know it's the, okay. It's still a hole. The I don't, last three years. How are you not even going to mention corner? How are you not even going to mention corner? Yeah, Jeff Gladney hasn't played football in a year. Marco Wilson. That's fair. I'm sorry. There's just so many things I could pick here. I got a little distracted. You didn't mention wide receiver either with DeAndre Hopkins suspended. But they, but but hold on. You you came at me with they used two first round picks at linebacker. They traded a first round pick for Hollywood Brown. You you, you come on. You, I'm going to use your argument against you. They re-signed AJ Green. They they drafted yeah. Rondell Moore in oh, the second AJ round last Green. year. We're set. We're set. Like, it's 2012. We're we're golden. Okay, give me the player that they're going to put in that spot. Give me the give me the give me the answer. Okay, so let's just say we we sufficiently answered. They're good at tight end, though. They're good. That position, that room, they got yep. that figured out. They're loaded. And quarterback, they're okay as well. For, for now, we'll see how, how long the smoothing over that was done this offseason holds uh, with some of the friction that's been reported there. San Francisco? We can go to San Francisco. And you, don't say quarterback, okay? Don't. 
No, it's the biggest question. It's not the biggest hole. The biggest hole mm. on this team. I like how I mean, we're doing this raw, raw and reacting to it. This is good. It might be. <laughs> Maybe corner, too. Like, I know they, they got some players that have flashed, and, and obviously Jason Verrett with his injury history is a bit of a concern, and they brought over Chavarius Ward from Kansas City, and Emmanuel Mosley's played fairly well when he's played. And Avery Thomas, they drafted in the third round the year before. Man, they're nasty up front. Just looking at it. All. Again, this, this exercise yeah, they, allows you to see some stuff on paper. Boy, are they nasty up front. Yeah, they, they, they got some dudes up front. Their front seven is nasty because Greenlaw and Warner are studs too. And they went out For and got Warren sure. Burks uh, to, to play behind those guys. So, And they're going to have Drake Jackson as a rotational piece more than likely. Maybe, maybe the other safety player. Maybe the other safety player. I'm assuming the by the other safety player, you're Jim, not Jimmy slandering Ward, Jimmy, Jimmy Ward. Jimmy Ward's locked in. Okay. Yeah, Jimmy Ward's locked in, but but um, that other spot. Yeah, George that's that's Odom, that's probably fair. Colin Ohafunga, Quantrez Knight, Tavarius Moore. I I might point to that. Do we and like that, the two that, guard that is spots? A little bit of a knock because. I mean, they used a second-round pick on Banks. Brunskill played reasonably well for them last year down the stretch. That's it. That's all I got for you. <laughs> yeah. I'd, I'd say probably this, the secondary in general aside of Jimmy Ward, and if you can guarantee Verrett's healthy. It just I'll go with the bigger bucket. Okay. Say there's some upgrade opportunities there. The last team, the Seattle Seahawks. We got a lot of choices we could make here. Quarterback. It's quarterback. It's just quarterback. That feels easy, though. That feels like a very simple... They traded Russell Wilson. I'm a so simple we man. Get, we just get to pick... With simple pleasures, like a Gatorade bottle filled with water. This quarterback room is Geno Smith, Drew Locke, and Jacob Eason. Now, I'll well, tell you what. Levi Lewis like that. The running back room, I like a lot. They're going to be able to run the football. Their fifth running back would be RB3 on like half the teams in the league. And by fifth running back, you're referring to... Travis Homer. Okay, I just wanted to make sure we were in agreement. Yes. I mean, they have Rashad Penny, Kenneth Walker, and Chris Carson that they're going to use in some capacity. And DJ I would Dallas do, like he, popped every time he get on the field, too. <laughs> right. And you and the one thing we've known about Seattle running backs over the last couple of years is they always like miss a game or two at some point. So there's definitely going right. to be opportunity. Um I'll tell you I'll let, let me tell you what, real quick. If Mafe hits the ground running for them, their front seven's nasty. Shelby Harris. Think of that interior trio of Harris, Ford, and Jefferson. Puna Ford was good got, last year. Yeah, Puna Ford's been good for a hot minute. Yeah. Uh, and then, then you put Daryl Taylor, Taylor, and if you get Mafe to turn on, like he can be your more twitch guy. Brooks is super rangy at linebacker. Like, they have two good safeties then, then in Quandre got, Diggs and Adams. Yeah, and I think Coleman will be better in Seattle as the slot, too. So their defense is sneaky good. I think Tariq I Woolen and Kobe Bryant potentially being able to play. I think I might have undersold them the first time I did schedule prediction. <laughs> you may have to go back and give an extra win. I might have, yeah, I mean, I, I look at this, and, and even with nuclear quarterback play, if they have the ability to run the ball and they play defense the way that they're capable of playing, would I be surprised if they won six or seven games? No. No, I don't think so at all. I think that's a very reasonable approach to where this team is so. at. Especially since they didn't trade DK or Tyler Lockett. They're both still on the team. Right. They held on to, held on to everybody. 
So that's that's going to do it for us today on the show. Kyle Krabs, Chris Schubert. See you later, Joe Marino. We'll see you next week. Uh, but we have takes on takes tomorrow, so make sure you submit your takes. A hot one just yes. came in. A hot one just came in literally while we were doing this show. As well. Love it. Cannot wait. tomorrow as well. So we, we got a good one. So make sure you play in accordingly. Kyle Krabs, Chris Schubert. Thanks to our friends over Bet Online. Thanks for checking out the DraftKings podcast. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube.